1: The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
0: Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at this same damn time. I'm your host, Heather
2: McMahon.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I have someone very special in the studio today. I am just thrilled. I'm overjoyed. I just feel fabulous already. One of the greatest skaters of all time, one of the greatest personalities of all time, Adam Rapon, Thank you for coming in. This is amazing. I wouldn't pass this up for the world. <laughs> but if Tara Reed called you and asked you to be on her podcast, I'd you'd say, say, "Hey, I'm busy." Oh, oh wow! <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm bringing you with me, though.
0: Okay, good, 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 good. Thank you, thank you.
1: Do you know I, I dated somebody once who lived in the same building and floor as her, and she lived all the way like at the in the corner. How'd that go? I never saw her, but I heard lots of stories about people. Like, oh, Tara. Yeah. You know. She, oh, uh, yeah, she's in the corner. <laughs> you
0: know. Like. Right. And we wish her well, uh, but yeah. it's been a it's been a pretty obvious downward spiral <laughs> in the last couple weeks on the Instagrams. Oh, I don't follow her on should, Oh, you have to. Okay. I
1: you know, I I will follow anybody that you tell me To follow Mm -hmm. on Instagram.
0: Okay, great. I haven't
1: started following Lindsay Lohan yet, but I feel like I'm really, I'm getting it.
0: What's wild to me is that they're just very blatant and very in your face about, you know, the drug use. Yeah. Like Tara... You know, she. it seems like she's on a couple pills. And then she puts on hot red lipstick that's, like, all over her face. Right. And then she just wants to, like, talk about, you know, Sharknado 3. It's it's a <laughs> wild ride. I feel like just from, like a, like, a psychological perspective, it's like you could sit back and just really be like, wow, okay, you know?
1: Have you ever listened to that interview with Jenny McCarthy and Tara Reid <gasps> where they just go back and forth at each other and she's, like, talks about, she's like, I hope your knees buckle in.
0: Yes. Yeah. They, like, it was the most savage interview I'd ever— Heard.
1: I have listened to that on repeat. It's sort of like what I would work out to.
0: Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? See, I like to listen to all the like the Joy Behar like view fights that she'd have with like any yes. conservative that came on. Yeah. That's what like pumps me up. Yeah, you know? yeah,
1: yeah. It's like women tearing each other down. Yes. It's like what brings me
0: up. Oh, 100%. <laughs> right. Yes, 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 yes. Because yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm not in this beef. So yeah. therefore, six more reps. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh, I feel you. So, speaking of working out, mm-hmm. I mean, you went to the friggin' Olympics. You were. So true. You were such an insane athlete. What is it like? And we don't have to talk all about skating because I know you're like doing so many things now. But what is it like to prep for something like that?
1: You know, looking back at it, I realized how crazy it was. I think like when you live in that bubble, you just, that's like your normal. Right. So, my normal was training on the ice for like four hours a day and then going into the gym for like two or three hours. Wow! Yeah, like full time, full time job. Yeah, and after the Olympics was like, of course, I wanted to like keep working out and feel like I was in good shape and everything. But like, I didn't know how to go to the gym without like training for the Olympics. <laughs> right. So you know, y- you're like, all I want to do is just, like do the elliptical for 20 minutes, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, <laughs> right, I'm like, I I can't be here right now. Right. You know, I just
0: are you like the kind? Do you go to Soul Cycle and all?
1: I've been to a class. Okay. I know that you love soul cycle. Well, I
0: just yeah, I love yes, I do love soul cycle. Do you go
1: to the one in when you're in LA, do you go to the one in West Hollywood? Yeah,
0: of course. Cause I used to work there. That's how like oh, that's I how I got my I start that. in life. Yeah. You would oh my of course. Years you did. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. A I was good
1: like, lash extension on the bike. You yeah, know to it. the music. <laughs> yeah.
0: Actually that was before lash extensions, but like that's when Victoria Beckham would like okay. she and I would like kind of beef. You know what I mean? Right. And that's like a whole other conversation. But that those were like the days. <laughs> I was like 25. I didn't give myself enough credit for like being as thin as I was. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? I was in that time in my life where I was like, God, I just, you know, self-loathing. But really, I was like so skinny and I'm pissed. Like I wish people always ask me like, what would you tell your younger self? I'm like, girl, you look so fucking good and just own it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, I'll even look back to pictures of me at the Olympics and I'll remember being like, I just wish I was like a little thinner. Like it would be a little bigger. I look like the Crypt Keeper. Right. Yeah. Like, I looked like the Crypt Keeper. Like, I was dragging one of my legs behind me and being like, I'm here. Like, it it didn't look good. And I'm like, that's scary. But but at the
0: time. Kind of good, yeah. Right, it's like full body (laughs) dysmorphia. Yes. You know, we own it. And I, I love that. Oh, love it. Well, so it's interesting. I like to work out. I, but, you know, you can't really tell because my body right now is rejecting any sort of like muscle formation. Right. But I love to work out. and But whenever I work out now, I feel like I have the flu afterwards. Like I don't really? work out and feel energized. So I'm seeing the specialist and they told me that I have something wrong with possibly my mitochondria. <laughs> or it's something like my, the cells in my body. Like your atoms. Yes. Like my the amino acids in my body are depleted. They don't like, I, like I guess after you work out, you get that adrenaline rush. Yeah, the
1: endorphins like, are pumping. You're ready. No endorphins.
0: I feel like I just got West Nile. That's (laughs) really how I feel. So I was like, this is not a normal thing. And I was like, maybe I'm just really out of shape, but I'm truly not. So I'm having to see all these specialists right now because I miss working out. But every time I work out, I feel like I'm dying.
1: What do they tell you to do? Heather, have more acidophilus. Like like, what are they telling you?
0: I I swear to God, if one more person tells me to get on a probiotic, I'm on so many probiotics that I shit myself at Costco last week. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yes. Like, it's like, okay, everyone's like, you know, you got cancer, check your gut flora. I'm like, I get it. I get my gut biome, microbiome, whatever the fuck it is, is a little off-kilter. Off, yeah. But I don't but need But so more, am I. But so am so I. So what do you want? Yeah, really. Wow. Okay. My mom had me at 40. It explains a lot. <laughs> no hate, no shade to all the older moms, but, you know, Robin kind of did me dirty. So. Oh
1: my God, that is so Robin. Are you the baby? I am. Okay, so your sister, the attorney. Yes. Okay.
0: I love you're invested. Oh, I love I'm you. I'm so
1: invested. <laughs> I'm so like deep in. I had to do a deep dive. Right. Um, Because I one the one thing I love, are we kind of the same age? You, well, I'm 32, you're 29, right?
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah, So yeah, yes. similar.
1: You know, we didn't grow up with social media. No, thank God. Thank God. Could never do it. Never. But the greatest thing about social media is that you can connect and meet people. Yes. Because that's how we met.
0: Yes. You literally slid my DMs and I was like, oh my God, this is an honor. <laughs> Because it's mostly like guys from Saudi Arabia who right. are like, be my bride. I
1: was in Saudi Arabia at the time though. So, right. it made, yeah, it made a it lot, made of, a lot sense. of sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was just like that manifestation. Yeah, I'm the baby. But people often ask me if I'm an only child, if they don't me know too. me on social media. Okay. I take such offense to that. And then I realize, whatever, I'm just a brat. Right. <laughs> you know what? I think
1: it's because people think that, like, you know, you have a big personality. Right. You, like, can walk into a room and, like, you will light up the room. Right. You're lighting up this room right. that we're in right You're now. You're
0: lighting up my life. <laughs> Stop. Well, yeah. People are always like, are, are. You, I'm sorry. Like, are you a only child? And I'm just like, no, I'm not yeah. at all. I'm the baby. But my sister, I realize there is a thing with birth order. Yes. Like because my sister is the oldest, she was kind of like her dreams were pushed to the wayside. It was like get an education, do all the things you're supposed to do. And then with me, they saw my SAT scores and they're like, be an actor. You know, there's <laughs> nothing else you can do.
1: My I'm s- the oldest you of six. Are.
0: What? Yes. So I take. I know you're from Pennsylvania, but that's very Pennsylvania. It is. It's Irish Catholic. Yes. Mm -hmm. So much guilt.
1: Oh my God, I'm guilty now. (laughs) You know, I'm. You can see it. I get real. I feel the aura of guilt. Yeah, dripping guilt. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm the oldest. So I feel like I take a deeper offense to it because it was like, I, you know, I was changing diapers at 11, and then you're gonna come at me and ask me if I'm an only child. Right. No. Please don't do that. I've cleaned a wet diarrhea diaper.
0: Yeah. I've done my time. I've done my time. Yeah, I was in the fourth grade cleaning up shit. Yes. Wow. So what's it like to be the oldest of six?
1: It's funny. My mom was super strict with me. Right. But I was also doing like crazy things. Like I I moved away from home when I was like 13, 14. To Um, train? Yes. And so I was like living with a family during the week and coming home during the weekend. So there was a lot of like things that I need. Like, you know, my mom put pressure on me. She's like, you know, if you're not gonna do this 100%, like- Let's not do it. Yeah, let's not do it. So I've seen my mom get way more relaxed with like each-
0: kid, which I'm like, "Mm, not fair. Right. Well, and that's what my sister says. Like at the end of the day, she truly resents me and she'll say it to my face. She's like, I wanted to be an actor. I want to do all these things. But dad was like, go to law school. Like, you know, get your life right. And then with me, it was just like, whatever. There's no, we can't help her. You know?
1: Caution to the wind.
0: Caution to the wind. You know, she's a Pisces. There's, yes. I mean, truly. Oh, I want to talk signs with you. Okay.
1: Let's talk signs. Um, I'm a Scorpio. Oh, that's why we get along already. Yes, Scorpio rising, Aries moon. Oh, really? Yes, so it's like I perceive myself as like a hot mess, but like I kind of sometimes have it together.
0: Yes, absolutely. So, and I get, you're probably one of those people though, you're super sensitive. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Are you the guy, do you ever call your friends and you're like, are you mad at me? Yes. I hate <laughs> you, you already. How do you know? Because one of my best friends is a Scorpio and she always thinks I'm mad at her. I'm like, Jenny, I was in the shower, you know? And I'm Jenny. I love you. I'm calling you out right now. I'm like, <laughs> she's like, are you mad at me? I'm like, no, I'm not mad at you. I was in the shower. I can't take a 10, you know? I, I
1: will. I'll keep it to myself though. I'll be like, <laughs> right. I know they're mad at me. So I'll, I'll just like reach out and like be like, hey, hope you're like doing well. Right. Uh, gotcha, and then dot. they'll are be mad like, at oh, me? Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like the subtext is I know you're mad. Like we have to have a talk, right? But like I, yeah, I never want to have that talk. But do, do you
0: know what your rising sun sign
1: is? My isn't your sun sign like the your like sign sign of like when you were born, right?
0: Probably. Well, yeah, because I'm well, I'm a Pisces and like double air. Sun
1: rising, moon, right? Oh fuck, you know more than I do. Well, I just got a chart done.
0: Okay, I got a chart done, and they literally they were like, you might be a soothsayer. That's what the lady <laughs> said. She was like, wow. Can you see the future? And I was like, honestly, kind of. <laughs> but it's because I'm like double Aries. So people always. Oh, you're think-
1: double Aries. Double so Aries. So Pisces, Aries,
0: Aries. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone always they're like, God, you're so full of fire, and then it's like, Yeah, because I I lead with Aries, mm-hmm. but I'm very like empathetic and I can talk to people and like I'm I'm like I like I'm a little cuddle bug. I hate even saying that, but I am. That's a Pisces in me. You know what I mean? Yes. But because I was raised by a sassy Sagittarius mother, yeah. I give zero fucks, and I'll, I'm very straightforward.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I um the one thing my boyfriend is always like, he's like, Are you like? You always sugarcoat everything, cause I do. Right, even if it's like not a bad thing. Right, I'll just be like, yeah, and I just like kind of, you know, it's just it was like all good. And okay. he's like, well, <laughs> what are you talking about? Right, and I'm like, I, I don't even know. Right, like I've completely lost track of this story and <laughs> and my life and of a relationship.
0: So. You feel like watering together. down like terrorism and you're like, you know, it's like, it's like, we're all just trying to figure it out. And you're yeah, like, no, yeah. it's <laughs> terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Spit it out. Yes. Yeah.
1: It's exactly that. It's like, you know, somebody's like going to bomb your house. Yeah. And you're like,
0: Ugh. I mean, they are having they a bad just, day. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Think of yourself in their shoes. <laughs> and Their <laughs> shoes were bombs though. You know, <laughs> it's a little like that.
0: 100% understand you and hear you. I'm just, like, my entire family were type A people. Like, mm-hmm. if you sat down and ate dinner with us, you had to come with the fastest jokes, the funniest, most savage thing you could say. Like, every meal, even when I was, like, six, was a roast. So, for me, I don't, I, it's, I get very uncomfortable when I go to other people's houses and their families, like, aren't brutal to each other. Oh, I know. And it's turned me into the person that I am today. Like, I don't really respond to positive things. Like, like positive feedback. I need somebody like that was fucking terrible. Get your life right. That like
1: it's easier for you to go. I I think we're the same in this where like it's easier for you to go somewhere. If somebody gives you like a critique to work on. Right. How do you work on perfection? You can't. You
0: can't. I'm already great.
1: Yeah. So what do you want from me, Brenda?
0: What do you want from me? Yeah. Yeah, people are like, how do you have so much self-confidence? I'm like, when you grow up in the environment that I did, you just have to. It's like survival of the fittest. It's sink or swim. Yes. You know, like my mom would be like, that outfit is so terrible on you, but guess what? You're my kid and you're fabulous. <laughs> so I'm always like this weird like self-deprecation, but I really like, I actually like wake up and enjoy who I am. And I know that's really weird to say out loud, but I'm like, I have this odd sense of like self-confidence where I'm like, I like who I am.
1: But I think when you have to poke fun at yourself, you like the, I think people who don't like, each, like themselves, mm-hmm. I was going to say like each other, but mm-hmm. they also don't like other people. But right. I think like when you don't like yourself, it's because of all these insecurities you have. But when you have to poke fun at yourself, you've like disarmed those insecurities. 100%. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, I'm the first person who's going to call myself out on anything, you know? Me too. And I ha- I was in an AP psychology class once in high school, and the teacher was like, I feel like you make jokes to hide. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the most boring. <laughs> yeah. I was literally like, kill me now. No, I don't. I'm just very honest. Like, yes. I just, I you know, I don't know. In comedy, we're always— you know, looking at things and peeling apart the layers and then, like, observing. So I just, let me be the first person to say it, you know?
1: And if you can't, like, observe yourself, it's always so much worse when somebody does it for you. Right. It's so much worse. Like, I recently just did this, like, the college signing day with Michelle Obama. Right. It was amazing. Amazing. She's she's beautiful. What does she smell like? I think sort of, like, secret deodorant a little bit. Uh and, And... these angels. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's what I meant.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, but you know, and they're like, Can you do these, like, you know, these things for her social and everything? And I'm like, yes. So they asked like everybody to do it. I didn't go to college. Right. And I'm like, good luck at college, everyone. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't I like I see the irony. Right. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, best of luck. Right. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, Okay, so with training, though, for the Olympics and doing all of this and, like, having to have that sort of discipline, do you feel like you did – like you said, you didn't go to college. You were Mm -hmm. in – you were, like, almost isolated doing this intense training. How did that manifest itself into, like, your adulthood? Did you get to, like, you know?
1: I was never, like, a partier. I was never, like, a goer-outer. I'm still not today. Like, love Mm -hmm. to go get drinks with friends and everything like that. But, you know, I'm not a club Gal. Right. But I think the best thing that ever happened to me, like within my skating career, was like I really had like this up and up trajectory and then like had this fall from grace where like I just was doing really badly. I was like I missed out on the Olympic team twice. Right. And I think the best thing that ever happened to me was all of that. I'm so right. grateful for all of those like down moments I had because when I, you know, got my groove back mm-hmm. and when I was doing really well, I was so appreciative of all the things that like came along with that and Amen. then ended with the Olympics. But like, I had to be so confident in myself and like what I was doing because I was going to the Olympics knowing that like, I'm not the best. right? But I am I know that I'm really good at what I do and I can do a lot of things better than other people. And I have to focus on that. And I the only thing I can do is be a cheerleader of these other people who are better than me. Cause like, what am I going to do? Just like cry at home? Cause like there's, you know, an 18 year old named Nathan Chen who's just can do everything <laughs> I can't do. <laughs>
0: That is so refreshing to hear because I feel like, you know, people think that everything is just, you know, oh, you get your 15 minutes of fame or like everything happens overnight. But little do people know it's 10 years of being in the business before you actually book a job. Yes. I was actually on an audition yesterday and I was talking to one of the other comics who I know very well. And she's like, Heather, we've been doing this since we were like 22. And everyone thinks we just started yesterday. Yes. And I was like, I think about all the auditions that I went into that I never, I knew I, I was right for the role, but I didn't get, and I'm like, wow, I now appreciate it. Also, I would not have survived in the business eight years ago, 10 years ago. You know what I mean? 100%. It's like, I, I totally hear you. And it's so refreshing to hear it like in a different, you know, you being an athlete, like, yeah, you, you have to have those failures to set you up for the success when you're ready for it.
1: Well, and it's also like the, those, all of those lessons and, and you need to learn them somehow. Mm-hmm. But when you learn them, they translate into like anything else that you do that, you know, right. I can go into a meeting and I'm like, I know this isn't going to go well. Uh, but like, I have to just, you know, you put on your best show. Right. So you make a good impression. And, and it also sets you up for really taking criticism well and learning from it. Because right. the one thing I've learned is that so many people are sensitive. I, a lot oh, of, Too sensitive. Way too sensitive. We live in
0: a very sensitive time. It kind of gets crazy, especially like being a comic.
1: Yes. You know, you're like- no, It's my, scary. My, like it, when you want to make a joke on Twitter or you want to say something and it's right. like- uh,
0: eh.
1: Right. It's better. I always think it's just better joke about yourself because like, yeah. what do you-
0: When I do. But it, I, I hear you. Everyone is so sensitive. But what it really gets me is when- because I can take a lot of criticism, mm-hmm. people tell me whatever the fuck they want to say. <laughs> They'll tell me the first thought off the top of their head about, you know, an opinion. And then when I kind of give my two cents back, even in a loving way, people shut down. They're like, I can't believe you're being honest with me. You yes. know? Yeah. So it's, it's 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 never a two-way street.
1: Right. No, because I think those people like come for you in mm-hmm. a way where they, they think they're being funny with you, mm-hmm. but they can't take it. Right. Which is it's absurd. Right. It's absurd. I think that like, I think a lot of the things going on in the world right now are great and like Mm -hmm. are completely needed. But um, I think that there are some people who like are very sensitive and it's hard to like find that line to like where you can cross it and where you can't.
0: Right. It's funny. I was with my best friend Ray last night and we were just like scrolling through like these young kids on YouTube and just like all the beef that's going on and like no particular, you know, relationship. Uh,
1: you, uh, you, I saw your Instagram story yeah. last night. So I know that you're like well versed now in the Tati, yeah, well, like, James Charles. Everything. First of
0: all, too much highlighter. Everybody's got to take off six layers of highlighter. <laughs> I love them all. Like I don't, you know, I'm yes. not in like the makeup YouTube world, but we all got to tone it it's down. It's very wet. Very wet, right? Yeah. I I don't- We all look like we're on the seventh layer of the sun. I don't want to be that shiny,
1: you know? <laughs> or, or like you just came back from it. Do you right, know what right. I mean? Like something's melting. Right. Something's not right. Your mitochondria is off. Yes. You need more acidophilus. Yes. The, the flora. Take some
0: ashwagandha. Ashwagandha. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just crazy. Like the, just the internet and the world. And like you said earlier, like we grew up without social media. Yeah. I mean, Facebook came out the first year I went to college. So you had to have a college- Email address in order to get on Facebook. Yeah. And I think, I'm like, if there was Instagram out when I was in college, Are I'd have done no for. friends. Or a Snapchat. Oh, I don't even do the get Snapchat out of anymore.
1: No. Right. Nobody needs to see that many pictures of you. I fully and everyone agree. gets in trouble. Also, this thing with the YouTube drama, everyone's like, I'm pulling the receipts. I'm pulling the receipts. I don't text people back that often to have receipts.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. And if you really want to talk shit, you should be smart enough to know. Pick up the phone and call Pick
1: up the phone. I always call everybody. One, because, like, I can't be bothered with a text message. Right. And, you know, sometimes a text message feels like a commitment. Right. You need to sit down for 30 minutes. I can't do two things at once. That means a text message means I need to write a novel to you for 30 minutes.
0: I totally hear you. And I'm old school where I enjoy chatting on the phone. Me too. I always tell like, if, if anybody like, whatever, if somebody wants to like set up an email, I'm like, no, 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 don't email me. Just call here's my number. Me. And yes. people think it's really crazy that I give them my number up front, but I'm like, I'm always by my phone. Just call me. I want to chit chat.
1: Right. There's something um, more direct and serious about a phone call. Right. And I'm like, I will accept this and 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 talk. Right. A text message, it feels like a suggestion.
0: Right. And people get very mad sometimes. Like it takes me three days to get back to a text message. Me I'm like, but bitch, too. if you would have called me, I would have answered first thing. Right
1: away. Yes, I am 1000 percent the same.
0: Well, also Dorinda from the Real Housewives of New York says, say it, forget it, write it, regret it. And I truly that's like my life motto of like things that I don't want to get me in trouble one day. Yeah. I'm like, don't put it in writing. My sister's an attorney. She's like, don't write it. Yes. So if you're out there and you're ready to start some beef with somebody, pick call up the phone them. and call them. Call them. Right. Yeah. And as somebody, like, I, I feel like I um, thrive with communication. Me too. Because you can't, you put your own intonation in a text message. Absolutely.
1: Not good. Right. Um, also, I watched, uh, did you watch the all 45 minutes of every video? I did.
0: I did. And I got to be honest with you. I, I'm My head's spinning. I don't even know what, and I'm pretty opinionated and I'm, I don't even know where to go.
1: Yeah. What are your thoughts? My thoughts are, so I don't ever do makeup on my, like I do makeup for like camera stuff and of everything. Course. But I don't ever do like. It's
0: really grooming. A beat face. Yeah.
1: Right. I want to just look scrubbed up. Of course. You know, but I don't ever do like a beat face or whatever, but I find it's like my ASMR where like I can watch a, like a makeup tutorial. There's just something like, you know, watching like Nikki Tutorials or James Charles or Tati when or something. When they start
0: putting, when they start the, baking f- the f- under f- eye. F- yes, f- yes. Yeah, it's that It's that sponge. <laughs> it's that <laughs> The sound. beauty blender.
1: Yeah, oh my God. It's just, it's so, it's, I love it. I just like love to watch it. It's very like, I think. Relax do Yes, it mm-hmm. is. So I, I knew who they all were. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not like in the beauty world, but you know, I, at the end of
0: the day, I'm kind of like, She's 37. Right, a grown-ass woman, and he's 19.
1: 19.
0: But this is why, as soon as I watched James Charles, I I got goosebumps, like in a weird maternal way, Yeah, where I wasn't feeling protective of him, but I thought, I would never let my child on the internet, is what I thought in that moment. And and I think
1: like maybe she brought up points that were important or right. wh- whatever. But I think the way he handled it, I I even sent him a message on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I was like, you you did so well.
0: Right, right. You did
1: so well. He like wasn't mean to anybody. Mm-hmm. He just said what he said. He went through everything. There was like you know one of the boys that he like um, had a thing with did, made a video or something about like the time that they were together. Also watched that.
0: Right. Oh the waiter. Yes. Yeah, the of wait- course. Did you- <laughs>
1: I'm in it. I'm in it. So the waiter, and then the waiter also says that they made out for an hour. And then at the end of it, he's like, and he's the worst kisser I ever had. Way too much time. <laughs> and James puts it in his video and he goes, uh-huh, uh-huh. note taken. Yeah. And I'm like, good <laughs> yes, for you. Good, good for you. For you. Yeah. Yeah. Because that is, I mean, you got to have a thick skin. And I think like the way he's like dealt with all of this, it, like in stride. Like, really impressed for 19.
0: I was very impressed. And, of course, I'm thinking, like, all the things that my attorney sister always tells me. Somebody sent me a message one time, and they're like, your hair looks terrible. No, this grown-ass man sent me a message. He's like, honey, uh, if you're going to be famous, you need to get your roots done. I'm like, I have an appointment Friday. I know. And I literally, like, (laughs) cried in my car for, like, 30 minutes. Because 99%, because I'm self-deprecating, 99% of, like, the messages I get are, like, you go, girl, or, like, laughing about something that I've said. It's, like, yes. we're all a community. Yeah. When I, when I do handle criticism, like, that kind of stuff, it's—I'm a little shook at. Th- I don't know how these— it's 19- mean. It's mean. Yeah, this guy was, like, your hair looks fucking terrible. Get your roots done. I'm like, yeah. you don't know when my appointment is, <laughs> sir. So I could only imagine what it's like. I mean, you're in the public eye, and especially being an athlete— do you, have you ever had, like, just some crazy, crazy Well, at the Olympics, DMs. I had
1: this back and forth with Mike Pence.
0: Right. And so we had this back, for back and forth. Yeah, he's
1: a, he's a mess. He's a ding-dong. He is a It's ding not even worth dong. calling
0: him something nasty. He's like, you're just an idiot.
1: Yeah, right? you're just so small-minded. Right. And, you know, I just, I got messages all the time. I probably, like, I don't like to block people on, like, anything. I block them on Instagram if they're just, If like, they're
0: saying something dangerous, you block them. Yes. But if not, you're like... I'll do a little yeah, rebuttal. Whatever. Right. Yeah. And it's just, I,
1: it's always, I think it's like 10 people who make 10 accounts. Do you know what right. I mean? It's just, I think that there's just some people who are, have a lot of time. I think that there are some people who really do just write nasty comments and whatever. But I think there are just some people who just sit at home and they kind of get pleasure out of like taking other people down.
0: 100%. And you're like, Absolutely not. No. Cheryl, you don't have 20 minutes to, I don't know, do some yoga.
1: Right. And your avatar Porsche. is a picture of, yeah. you know, Celine Dion. Like let's be like, real. Yeah. I know this isn't Celine
0: Dion calling me, you know? <laughs> she would call. She would call. Yeah, she wouldn't tweet at me. I sang My Heart Will Go On in the Fourth Grade Talent Show. <laughs> and I just need you to know, like, and like like early Celine is is who I am yeah. inside. Very I mean, you know what I love about her? She's cuckoo. Crazy. She's crazy. But she
1: is on in on the joke. Fully. And it's amazing. Oh. Do you know, like, um, one of my favorite things is, like, right after... <laughs> one of my favorite things isn't when her husband died. But one of my favorite <laughs> things is right after right. he died, they're, they're like, you know, Selena's going to perform again. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm like, I know exactly what she's going to perform. She's going to perform. My heart will go on. And we're mm-hmm. all going to sob. She performs The Show Must Go On. Of course. Like, yes. what?
0: Yes. Are you that... It's so like Patty Lapone, Barbara Sh- Streisand, ever. You know what I mean? Yes, and it, and and then I like I'm getting chills right now because right. I'm like, of
1: course she did. Right. Her husband's in the dirt right now, and she is like, the show must, must go, go on. on. And you know that you know Renee Charles is like
0: from the heavens. Yes, it is interesting their relationship because. Yeah. He was so much older than her, mm-hmm. but I'm still for the relationship.
1: Yeah. It like, just felt pure. It felt,
0: it did feel pure. Even though at the time when we look back, like she was 12 when he was like 35. Yeah. It was like, I'm still like, you know what? I'm here for like, Right. I, I support Renee Charles. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. The internet's a. it's just a weird space.
1: It's a very weird space. I think that like um, one thing I always like when people write, if they're, they're like, if you won't say it to my face, don't type it. Right. I think of people, I'll get a lot of courage of like being behind the screen and Absolutely. just typing it. It's so easy just to write it. And I always want to be like, you know what? Drop me a pin, girl.
0: <laughs> Let's Let me meet know. in the parking we, lot or right? Or because
1: like, I know that you're not going to say this to my face. And I know that you will probably leave and we'll probably like each other. Right. Mildly.
0: Well, and, and that's the thing is anytime I've ever rebuttaled with someone we end up like coming full circle and I'm like, girl, love you. Like, wish you the best, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's an interesting time we live in, but if it wasn't for the internet, like we would not be friends. Absolutely, this is amazing.
1: Yeah. It is. There's so many good things that come from it. I think like it's so easy to focus on the negative. Oh
0: yeah. Let's just be, let's live in the positive and in the light.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, Okay. So I have a question. Yes. So (laughs) you won Dancing with the Stars. I did. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm going to say something probably controversial. Please. (laughs) I feel like you ha- it, like I think I would thrive on Dancing with the Stars because I was a cheerleader and a dancer. Yes. So I think you kind of had the one up. Could you already go in there being like I'm, I'm a dancer? Well, here's the thing: is like I I
1: went in being like I got this, right? But there are it's like so different. One, I've never skated with anybody, so I didn't know how to like move. And I'm gay, so like how am I? <laughs> how do I know to move a woman? Right. Do so you know what I mean? All I know how to do is like you know. <laughs> be friends with one. And right. I don't know to move one. Right, but it was I. I had such like I, I had such a fun time. But I like didn't know what I was doing the whole entire time. I think the only thing I also in skating like when you're skate by yourself, there's music going on. You're like I can just like live in, like live my life, live my you know my best life in this moment. It doesn't have to be on the music or whatever. But when you're dancing with somebody, it needs to be so specific.
0: Right, and, so it's like relearning, you know, tweaking those muscles. Yes,
1: and I think like all athletes in general. Have an advantage because they have more of like a body coordination and awareness. Right. So it's like if you have anything, like I think that's why football players do well because it's like it's a dance. There's choreography to the plays that they do. Like, right. You're, you're, they know how to shuffle.
0: Uh, they can do a, you know, mean shuffle, a mean pivot turn. If I've
1: said it once, I've said, I've said it. it a million times. You know, <laughs> you know me. Right. You know me. I've said it. I say it all the time. Oh,
0: God. I'm so glad we're doing this. You just I have know. such a great energy. <sighs> So what's, what's going on now? So you have your YouTube show, which is amazing called Break the Ice, where yes. you bring on different people, like different, I don't want to say celebrities because it's a mixture of like athletes yes. and, you know, c- comedians, you bring on a, an assortment of people and you bring them on the ice and you really have an intimate conversation with them and you have some fun. What's that been like shooting that?
1: Um, you know, it's been so fun because yes, we get to have this really great conversation, but I break up this conversation with giving a skating lesson all in between this and I think that like you know when you're doing something and you're talking when you're talking about something it really breaks down this barrier of like you know you get to have a lot of fun with it right and you know skating is one of those like kind of niche things where it's like a lot of people just do it in the winter time so what I'm really doing is getting uh, you know my friends really prepared for like LA Live downtown (laughs) right Like, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Like, all I need is just, like, you know, a chorus line of, like, Gus Kenworthy Mm -hmm. and, like, Lily Mm -hmm. Singh, you Mm -hmm. know, just to be able to skate. So.
0: So my first date with my fiance was in Bryant Park at the skating rink. Really? And I was so nervous because he played hockey. You know, not professionally, but he played. So we went skating, and I was so nervous. You know, I'm from Georgia, but it was surprising there's a big skating community in the south. So And a big one out here in California. Right. It's, like, the warmest spots. Everyone wants the ice. Yes. yeah. (laughs) You know, it's you want what you can't have you, it, always that mm-hmm. fire. Nice, baby. Yeah. Um. So we went ice skating for the first time and it was the cutest thing because he just held my hand and we went around. I ended up leaving the date crying because he told me he was into like brunettes. Um, <laughs> <but he laughs> and just, that's why you have roots. Yeah. And that's why I have roots. Yeah. He just got nervous. I asked him like, who's your favorite like celebrity crush? Because I, I have like word vomit. I don't know when to shut the fuck up. Right. And he was like, well, like I really like like Sofia Vergara, Mila Kunis. And I'm like, you motherfucker. Yeah. You, couldn't you have said Jessica some- Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody? Scarlett Johansson. Yeah.
1: In the brighter days of Anna Nicole, <laughs> right, yes.
0: Right, yeah. And, you know, it just typical. <laughs> Something guy. I can relate to. He's like, Heather, I don't, you know, you just asked me like I was being honest with you, just like a typical guy response. But he still has, he videotaped us and he sent it to me recently. It's what? Our fr- yeah. He videotaped me skating on the ice and like. It's just the cutest thing in the world. So I just have this really sweet connection with ice skating, but I'm terrible. Like, oh my I'm really God. bad.
1: Well, we need to bring you on. I yeah. think that you would really thrive under my professional guidance.
0: I, you know what? I, as long as I'm with a professional, like, I'm ready. Yeah. And I'm kind of a daredevil. Like, I'll do anything once. You know yeah. what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like the skates would fit you well, the thin ankles. <laughs> the
0: th- but that's the thing. Is it good if you have thin ankles? Uh, yeah, of
1: course. It's not ankle strength. They're, they're, you're just like bound and and in, in taut into a, a a hard boot. Right. It's like this lucite table. It's okay. like trying to wait <laughs> like wear this lucite table on your feet. Like your ankles aren't going anywhere. Okay. When people say, "Oh, my ankles and everything," right. Uh, it's it's because like the rental skates are made of like burlap. Right. The so actual burlap. Yeah. It's they just take like Idaho potato bags, mm-hmm. make them into shoes, and yeah. then put knives on the bottom.
0: Uh, and my thing is I always get shin splints, but that's why, because I'm I'm yes, using the burlap sack. Yeah,
1: you are using the muscles in the front of your foot way more than they ever should. Those are decorative. They shouldn't right. be used as, like, uh, a needs of uh, survival is <laughs> is what's happening, you know? That's right. why you're getting a shin splint.
0: Right, right. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Can um, I show up in, like, full outfit? Because here's my thing. Like— I, I can't really play tennis because I was a golfer. And apparently, if you're a golfer, you can't go to tennis. But if you're a tennis player, you can go to golf. Why? Because the swing's different. Oh. I just took two lessons with a professional because I was like, tennis is something I can play for the rest of my life. You bet your fucking ass I showed up head to toe, like sponsored. You know what I mean? Like, my outfit was so on point. I showed up with a cigarette and, like, a glass of Chardonnay. I was like, I'm ready. Because I just want to, like, my goal is to— eventually... Was this like,
1: on your 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 trip? The, the, when no, you...
0: this was in Atlanta. Okay. Um And because, uh you know, we go to this, like, old-school country club, which is just like, that's my dream is to like be a country club wife. You know what I mean? Like I want to like tour and do comedy, but I also just like want to have friends at a club. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like moms who all sort of hate each other. It's like you want
1: to take over the world, but you also (laughs) just want to have like a Prosecco every day at 5 p.m. Every day. Yeah. Right.
0: And just like live my truth. Um, but anyway, so I, I worked with this like trainer and he's like, you're a natural athlete. But he's like, I don't know how to tell you this. It's going to be really hard to break oh, this golf swing. Oh my God. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> but anyways, I just showed up like full head to toe gear. Like yeah. I go all Like a Williams
1: sister. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah.
0: A hundred percent. So can I, can I wear like the full leotard?
1: Oh, absolutely. Okay, and great. we'll get, we'll go get you some pantyhose so you have tights and everything. Oh
0: God. I love it. Yeah. I like being, I, I, I really feel alive in like tight clothes. Is that weird?
1: No, I do too. I just feel like more like I have to keep it together. Right. <laughs> Because the clothes are helping me. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? It's like we all need support, and sometimes I get that from a tight.
0: Right. And the typical outfits that you guys wear on the ice is like – it's kind of like a man – it's like a a man-tard, right? Yeah,
1: it is. Yeah, it's total man-tard. Right. Um, And I think that um, when I was skating, I always got like a little thrill out of wearing something that was like kind of slutty. And I would always make sure that my – like the person who made my costumes for me, I would always like, whatever you do, make it beautiful, make it classy, but – There has to be a sort of slut. So, like, in the last few years of my career, my top was always mesh.
0: Why would you not go mesh if you could, you know?
1: Yeah. If I looked like the crib keeper, I was absolutely going to show that off. For
0: sure going mesh. Yeah. Well, see, like, I'm looking at uh, wedding dresses right now, and legit, I go into every place, and I'm so disappointed because everything's way too conservative. And I explain to them, like, I want to look old Hollywood glam with a splash of trash. Yes. That's just how I define it.
1: You want to look like old Hollywood Boulevard glam. Yes.
0: Exactly. Like yeah. I want my tits to my throat. <laughs> yeah. I want a high cut in the leg so I can show off my thin ankles, but the rest, like covered up. Like I yeah. might even do a red lip. And I go into these very conservative bridal shops. And like, I mean, I don't know if like that we have that for you here. <laughs> but Frederick's to Hollywood's down the street, <laughs> you know?
1: Um They're but like that, the costume
0: shack is yeah. on Ventura. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the vibe I want.
1: Yeah. And now I know what you want. But
0: you also know your angles. Like you're very self-aware and self-assured. And I feel like you know how to. Look your best. Do you have a good side? You know, people ask when they take photos, they're like, What's your good side? I'm like, Every side. Really? The whole face is symmetrical. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: See, my good side is front on, mm-hmm. which is <laughs> the whole thing, I guess. Right. Or the left. All the fat in my body goes to my you know, buckle fat right here. Right. Have you ever heard of the buckle fat surgery?
0: So I actually asked my plastic surgeon, the only thing I've Is it called buckle fat? It's called, I think so. Buccal? Okay. And he said, it's not great to do, especially in Caucasian women, because then you lose the collagen and you can't replace it. Because I have such a thick neck. Like, I'd love to get, like, right underneath that little little turkey thing right here. It's not as thick as you think. Well, I appreciate it. The thing is, it's, like, my traps and my shoulders are broad. So when I'm on camera— <laughs>
1: Do you know—you've <laughs> talked so much about your broad shoulders. Like, in my mind, I was, like, the hunchback of Notre Dame. But, like, you look like a normal, like, a, of a woman, well, you know, like—
0: I appreciate it. The fu- Here's the thing. On Instagram camera, I look like Normal. On actual, like, Hollywood cameras, it's wild. You don't realize. I mean, they say, like, the camera puts on 20 pounds. Well, right. you know, I'm 5'9". I've got – I'm just – my shoulders are, like, a 40. Like, I'm very, very broad. <laughs> yeah. um, That's, like, a pant size measurement. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, my bra size is, like, a 38 double D. So God. it's that broad around. Like, Jeff, my fiancé, has such a thick neck. He has to get custom, like, button-down shirts. Wow. My dad was the same way. It's just, like, the whole – upper body I'm just like an upside down triangle yeah
1: I get it because like my because of skating my legs are like thick right and so I have a hard time finding pants and my boyfriend's really tall so he can't buy anything because like he'll put it on it'll fit and then the arms will like come to the elbow
0: I have to get everything custom Truly. When I find a brand that fits, I, I, like, shout it from the rooftops. Me too. But when you have big boobs and you have broader shoulders, like, I can't ever wear a button-down shirt. That's, like, a non-negotiable. Like, if somebody, if if a wardrobe stylist ever, ever pulls, like, a button-down, I'm like, You're absolutely out. not. I'm out. Because yeah. you, you and I both know it's not going to button. So let's just have an honest conversation. A to B. Yeah. You know. And, okay.
1: and you don't need, like, some peekaboo street in the middle. No.
0: No, 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 She's no. retired. She's like, retired. you don't need
1: to, like, bring her back. Right,
0: right. But I like to look a little slutty. Yes. And actually my buddy, this is not like a humble brag, but my buddy Jonathan Van Ness, who's also trying to become a skater yes um he was like heather i'm really disappointed in you since you got engaged you just are dressing way too conservative and i think the world's ready to see your like sexual moment and i'm like okay great let's do it he's like i really want to see more slut on you <laughs> so i was like we're gonna start with the wedding but i'm just gonna start showing some more skin i'm so sorry
1: are you doing um like uh changing
0: of the guards like changing of the dresses during oh like- absolutely if i can yes. if i can get somebody to make enough fabulous things for me well we'll show me your moo or- moo make the dress? oh yes yes <laughs> they well they're doing my bridesmaids dresses so. they are yeah
1: of course. Yeah. You do you know, like you've completely influenced my life. The way that you on Instagram um, talk about things, it's so convincing. I had my first La Cologne. Is did it not change your life? It did. I, I get the ones. I, so I have never been to the. Actual, oh, so you get the cans. Yeah, I got. Which it. one did you get? Um, the vanilla latte. It's insane. It's. Uh, I put it in a glass and it started frothing like it should. from right. The like actual you know. Barista, like yeah. I, I <laughs> barista, barista. Right. Um, I'm. I was shocked. It was like it was really delicious.
0: I found them in turtle.
1: I want to get a turtle pillow so badly.
0: It'll change your life. I mean, you travel so much. Yes, it's a great. I mean, they're they're not even expensive, but it just changes the game because basically it's almost like a neck brace. That's yeah. how it works. So it's got this like, it's just like, and you can put it on your right side or your left side. I'm a front sleeper. Me too. So I just wrap it around and then I just like clonk down. You know what I'm saying? I
1: really no. I really really. Want to get one. Okay, but one other oh, thing. Yeah. I know I'm like, I, I'm so sorry. I'm like taking over your podcast right now. You're not. So I, you're many. my guest. Okay.
0: I'm kind of like, honestly, I took a Claritin today, so I feel sort of <laughs> fucked up. So I apologize if like I'm not even making full sentences. I don't know what's going on with LA, but I can't breathe.
1: No, I, I, you can't. I can't. I When I go to, I, I was in New York like a few weeks ago and I needed to take a Claritin. I was having like um, a fog. Right. Have you ever taken a- uh, I'm going like, to go
0: ahead and say yes.
1: <laughs> like a Tylenol PM. Too late that when you woke up, you were in a fog. Fucked up. I. Yeah. That's the scariest thing. I I was I was literally living my life, and I'm like, I'm in a dream. Right. And I had to take a nap. And when I woke up from the nap, I woke up completely, like, clairvoyant. And then you panicked. Panicked. I'm like, what
0: happened? Mm-hmm. I have this, like, bedside drawer full of pills, and I kind of play pill roulette sometimes. Yeah. Where I'm just like, I don't know if it's an Adderall, a Xanax, a sleeping pill, whatever. I'm yeah. just going to take it and see where the day takes me. But- <laughs> I can't do sleeping pills. I took an Ambien once and I didn't know that you're supposed to take it and then like ease yourself into bed. So I was like cleaning my room, listening to podcasts, like doing my thing. And I thought I had a stroke because all of a sudden my body was debilitated and I literally could like not move my mouth. I'm very sensitive. I have a very sensitive central nervous system.
1: I do too. I I don't. So like I, um, I also hear you talk about like CBD oil and Mm -hmm. everything, but like I, I know this is not the same, but I've had like edibles before Mm -hmm. always awful. Always yeah. awful. Yeah. And so that's what scares me of like the CBD, but everyone's like, I feel so much better. And I'm like, I wouldn't. No, would- CBD
0: doesn't have active THC in it. Mm-hmm. That's why I take it. Yeah, you're I saying can't a lot of
1: letters. <laughs> right. That's
0: So THC is a psychoactive drug that actually like, um, you know, makes you, gives you that high feeling. Yeah. CBD is the pure hemp. So it's a relaxant. Okay. So it just makes you feel like I take it before bed because I can't take any like sleep aids. Right. Or I'll wake up in the middle of the night, order 17, you know, large pizzas from Domino's and eat them by myself in the garage you know? Yes. Yeah, CBD. I swear by it. Cause I never had anxiety until like right after my dad died, I started to feel like, okay, I'm not in control of the world. Yeah, And I started to get anxiety and now I like, I'll sweat. I was never a sweater before and now I'll full sweat. Yeah.
1: Actually, to be honest, like post Olympics, I've felt like a lot of Anxiety. One, because it's like, you know, my former life was like so regimented. Mm -hmm. It's like I knew exactly where if you told me a time of the day, like as a like as an Olympic level athlete, you need to submit like a drug whereabouts. Right. So I needed to say where I was every single day, like hour by hour. Wow. so that you could get randomly drug tested okay um and so I and also said so the Illuminati could track you absolutely I was working <laughs> with, I now I work with the Illuminati I
0: figured so it used to be I believe back in the day that if you had a business ticket first class whatever you could get into the Sky club right that would make sense to me the ticket that is would, really expensive yes that would make sense I had a I got really wasted and bought myself a first class ticket out here yeah but I also heard that you had to pay
1: to get in I, you know I'm I saying like a herd that like you know someone told me I right. I watch <laughs> <Right>. your Instagram <laughs> yeah
0: and I so so i but i i have a delta a platinum amex yes with it's like the delta sky miles card so, but i i have the one now they have like different tiers i have the one that you have to pay $29 every time you go into the sky club i also have an amex platinum My Amex Platinum is what can just get you in free willy-nilly. So, no, you don't just get to go in the Sky Club just because you have a first-class ticket. I don't understand that. It doesn't make sense to me either, and I could be speaking wrong. Here's the thing. It used to be a luxury, and now I always say it's like getting on Greyhound. You know, not on Delta, but on other airlines. Like, going to the airport is like the seventh layer of hell.
1: I I completely agree. And, you know, I used to, so United was like an Olympic team sponsor. Mm -hmm. So we also always used to fly United. So I was like, United, like tried and true. Then I flew Delta and was like, oh. Right. I've been flying, you know, like one of those marts buses downstairs. (laughs) Like somehow that Martz bus made it into the sky and that was United for me. No, Shades United, they've been so great to me. Also, you're awful. Like, right. I, like the, I, I've been on a flight where like, you know, I, you just become so accustomed to it. Right. And then you're like, then you go and you go onto a Delta flight and you're like, oh, the leather doesn't need to be pulling up.
0: Right, right. There doesn't need to actually, um, you know. Be an issue on every be an flight. Issue. Yes, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I I don't know really what to say about not getting into the Sky Club. Here's the thing. Just get like a basic credit card. That'll get you. Do you have a, I mean, sure, you have a, like an Amex, right? No, I don't have it. Okay, well, well, we'll discuss credit cards afterwards. No, for the Delta Sky Club, here's my thing. I've learned now just find brand loyalty. If there's some brand that you like, get a card for that. You can just use it just for those things. The people say like, oh, $29 is a lot to get into Sky Club. It's really not. Because no, because think about- what are
1: you going to do? You're going to go to Auntie Anne's and buy a $29 pretzel? Exactly. And feel awful. Or you could exactly. have like a couscous in the Delta. in Alone.
0: Exactly. Thank you. You get it. I'm here for the couscous yeah. and the crisp Chardonnay.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because you think that like you do it just feel like you're like I'm paying just to go in, but there's everything is in there.
0: Right. Everything is in there. Or you, you don't want to be down with the pilgrims. Right. I don't want to be down with the peasants and the pilgrims and I don't want to have to like smell everyone's kudoba. You know what I mean? Yes. I can't. No. I, I, I absolutely cannot do it. So I just try and you know, travel. I like to be as efficient as possible. Like, you know, like work smarter, not harder. So that's kind of why I streamlined into the Delta the Sky Club. And if, for, you know, I always tell Jeff, if God forbid you get hit by a bus tomorrow, that's where I'm going to find my second husband. Right? Because that people are thriving in there. They really are truly thriving.
1: Well, because they figured it out. They're either right. on like a, a a cross-country business trip or they have a credit card. Absolutely. That works.
0: And people think, they're like, oh my God, you have to get into the Sky Club. You have to be wealthy. No, you don't. Just, you know, find a brand that you like. Find another airline that you enjoy flying with and just, and just get the card for them. that. And then yeah. just put just your flights on that. You can build your Sky Miles. Like I just got to Silver. I cried the day I got to Silver. And that's what I'm learning. You know what I mean? I'm learning to stay with one brand and and build your loyalty through there. And then I am
1: kind of... Shaken to the core that you are only silver.
0: I know, right? Right. I know. How you you fly all the time? I fly all the time, but I'm not doing it enough in first class. I guess it takes a lot because you have to spend enough money on your card and enough like and travel enough. It has to like equal the same. Okay.
1: Oh yeah, I remember when they did the. Money. I was really like um, effed over when we started doing money on United because it was like they were always buying the cheapest ticket that they could buy. Right. So it was like you know I would have like you know a hundred thousand miles, but like thirty dollars.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you can't buy a sandwich with that.
1: No, you can't even get into You can barely get into the Sky Club. <laughs> barely get into the Sky you Club. You have a dollar to spare.
0: I flew um, a Spirit Airlines once. I just had to get like a one-way back from D.C. Tell me. It was, honestly, it was like a third world country. So you get on and they have, the overhead bins have basically like subway ads. You know, when you're on the subway, they have all the ads. Yes. It, so I'm like, you know, putting my stuff in the overhead bin. I didn't know that, of course, the, ch- the ticket is $50 because once you get on there, your purse costs another $50. Your bottle of water costs $15. Yeah. Oh, you want to bring a duffel bag? That's $125. Yes. There was unless
1: you're literally like going from a campsite to a campsite and not carrying anything, Mm -hmm. and you're like, I'll just collect things on my way, like the (laughs) Oregon Trail. Like unless you're doing it that way, it it is not cheaper.
0: No, it's not cheaper at all. The
1: worst experience. Frontier. Have you ever Frontier?
0: Yes. I flew Frontier out of Vegas because it was one of those times where I just had to get out. Yeah. And it was like, I was riding back in a lawn Blood chair. Blood bath. There's yeah.
1: a, which? What's the one? Is it like Southwest? Like no seat assignment? I, yeah. Talk about a time I, you know, scared of edibles, would have had CBD, would have chugged the whole bottle.
0: Right. <laughs> It's sink or swim, fight or flight. Like your adrenal your cortisol's through the roof because your adrenal is like, I gotta, I just gotta throw bows and yeah. try and get to an aisle seat.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's nothing like getting on a frontier fl- or uh, southwest flight late and all you see is just Panic. all the rows of three and people at the window and at the aisle, all these empty seats. Right. And like what you're gonna go in and right. be like, I'm so sorry. Right. I like,
0: see, I would just pull the like I'm so sorry I'm pregnant. Yeah, you know, hope that would work, and they're like, "Ma'am, no, you're just thick right now." I'm like, yeah, "Okay, fuck." <laughs> yeah, you're right. They're traveling's just wild, but uh, and, and then when I was on this Spirit flight, these two ladies literally got in a fight. They were like headed to Tallahassee. They were it happens every Atlanta. like. I'm like, "What are we doing here? I can't. This isn't Gator time. Fest. I yeah. cannot. Yeah. Whatever Gator Fest is, I was like, I just absolutely <laughs> do not want to be a part of it."
1: Yeah, whatever it is that's happening on this flight, right? No, um, uh, Spirit Frontier, like the lower fared. Flights are—it's—they are necessity only, right? You, I, I would rather walk.
0: I've got to get from Orlando to Tampa,
1: and now, I've just, yeah, literally now. <laughs> now. Don't
0: ask questions. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask me why I'm in Florida in the first place because right. it's a horrific place. But. Yes,
1: T- turn the plane on. We got to go. <laughs> we got to go. <laughs> like, go. Like we got to go. Like I'm not here because like I
0: want to enjoy it. Right. That was me when I got on the Frontier flight. It was a red eye from Vegas to Atlanta, and I just literally—it was like I was panicking in Vegas. I was sitting in a casino, just like. Do you not you know, like Vegas? Um, you know what? Not crazy about it. I just bought a place in Vegas. You did? Yes. So
1: now I consider Nevada like my home base and I go there whenever I have like days off because I can, you know, I'm here in LA working and doing things. And then when I go to New York all the time, I'm traveling a lot. So when all my off time, I spend in Vegas.
0: Great. So where are your main spots that you hit in Vegas? Just say Hakkasan. I feel like you're like, when I have my time off, I just hang out in (laughs) Hakkasan. Literally
1: all I do, Target, Whole Foods. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Love it. And it's just I next
1: time you go to Vegas, I'll make sure that I go stay with me.
0: Okay, great! Oh my god, I love it. let yeah. have a Vegas moment.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I don't do anything. I just watch movies like on my couch. That's perfect. Great. Yeah,
0: and we'll just like order in food from like you know the, the Encore or the yeah. Win. Yeah,
1: and I and I would love to see like an a, you do a live Instagram story like in front. I I need to see the theater.
0: Um, Instagram stories weren't a thing when the last time I was in Vegas, which was like two, which is no, a shame. Yeah, which is a shame. So I had to put it on my Snapchat. Also, I do want to ask, how yeah. do you
1: do one every day? I like I will do like one where I'm like you know do my little rant uh-huh. and then I just shut down. Can't do one like for five days. You have one every single day. I can always count on you.
0: Well, people get really weird if I take like, if I'm like at a doctor's office and I'm having a long appointment and I'm not talking about it. Some people are like, are you okay? Are you unwell? Like we're worried. (laughs) So there are days where, like, I want to go on vacation, just shut it down. Yeah. I don't know. My brain just works that way. Like, I'm just fine funny shit all day long. And I swear to God, the content comes to me. Yes. It it finds me.
1: And Vegas is just, like, the funniest place because it's just, like, you know, I feel like there's such a weird mix of people there. Like, it'll literally be, like, you will have to face your maker. Call Mm -hmm. 1-800-TRUTH above, like, a strip club.
0: Oh, absolutely. So it's like
1: I. It's like such a funny balance of like craziness. Like we said, fire and ice. You know, Abs- what I mean? very Game of Thrones. Absolutely. Fire and ice.
0: I think this is a good place for us since we're bitching. Yeah. To go into some of the voicemails. Okay, you great. Cool to, So we're gonna. Go oh, through.
1: I'm so. Oh, okay. I didn't realize they were voicemails.
0: Oh yeah, we had people call in. Okay. Um. Now. Oh, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. It even more. Yeah, oh yeah. So people can call in and then give us an absolutely not. It's again, this is a safe space to, for us to have an honest conversation about things that are going on in our lives. So we're gonna take a couple calls and then we just you know like. Give Give our feedback. Okay, great. Okay, Michelle, hit it.
2: Um, hi, my absolutely not would be that all bathing suits currently are thongs or eighties high cuts. Can we just make bathing suits normal again? <laughs>
0: Thanks. Well, here's the thing. I love a high cut. I love song. a high
1: cut. Yo, yeah. I do. Yeah, I, I see. Here's the thing. I, you know, as a woman, I'm not an expert on what is great on a woman, but I am. Yes. So, but <laughs> what I love I is like, my life. thank you. I don't like a thong. Like I don't like a straight up like thong and, and just like a, a slight, you know, hint to the, a pussy cover. Right, 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 right. I don't want that. Right. I really like when there's like some under cheek showing. And yeah. it sort of thongs itself, but I like a little bit of that. So that's under- a, cheek. that's a
0: Brazilian cut. I love that. I actually, it's funny. I hear you, but because we all have different bodies, I love my ass and my legs. So I like, uh, and I have a long torso. I like a big high cut. I'm so glad one pieces came back in though, because I want to suck everything in in the yeah. middle. You know what I mean? Like full apple. I just need to th- suck it in. Yes. So for <laughs> me, I enjoy showing off my ass. I get annoyed when I look at a lot of these like cute like the retro one piece bathing suits, and it's like a diaper butt on me. Yeah. So. I hear you girl. There are plenty of brands out there that have a full buck coverage. Mm-hmm. Live your best life. Find the one that you like and go with it. Yeah. But for me, I like to show off that high leg. I agree.
1: And I think that like I, I think the like retro styles are really cute. I, cute. I There's something really
0: cute about that like kind of high higher cut. When it comes to fashion, I'm always like just wear whatever looks good on you. Exactly. I'm not like f- like particularly fashionable. I just know what looks good on my body and I just stick with it. Yes. All right, let's go to the next caller.
2: Hey Heather, this is your girl Katie from Mississippi, and I was on a flight two days ago
0: from Atlanta,
2: you know I had to get the Delta lounge, Um, to Westchester County, New York, and I need you to know that, okay, Delta Loyal first off, and Delta has never disappointed me, this flight attendant, I went back to the restroom, I know it's like a two hour flight, but you know, nature calls, and this flight attendant uh, came out of the restroom and I was about to go in and she gives me this look she she says oh oh you're coming you're coming in here yes ma'am I said oh yes ma'am she says she looks dead and uh she says oh, I farted <laughs> oh absolutely not Heather wait how <laughs> why I don't understand I just need you
0: I just needed to discuss she, was she looks me
1: dead I, in the eye. I, I, I'm <laughs> obsessed.
0: I farted. That's like if you're in like, <laughs> you know, not. I don't know if you're like in a tiny space and you don't think anyone's coming in there. Yeah. And, but that's, she probably was like, it's so rough it's, and raw. Yeah. I just need to be honest with you. And she probably panicked. Like the blood left her face. What do I, you do? I, I farted. Yeah.
1: You know, before I, I came in here to film the podcast in uh, the lobby, I yeah. took a shit in the yeah. bathroom. Yeah. And I... Had to wait until somebody was using the hand dryer. Oh, because I was like just in, out. Like, right. you know, if there's a smell there, it could have been right. anybody. It's a public restroom. Right. I know it was me though, but right. when it's a small bathroom like that, I kind of appreciate that the flight attendant. I do. I appreciate
0: her being honest. Like, and what are you going
1: to do? Pretend like nothing happened? You w- right.
0: What a human moment. Yeah. You know, I get it's an absolutely not, but I'm kind of like an absolute yes. Cause I love that she was just honest. Like, I, I, I farted. What, yeah. are,
1: <laughs> like, what are you going to do? <laughs> Delta loyal. Like Delta
0: loyal. Yeah. yeah. And like, um, I, you know, I was flying internationally recently and it's like somebody totally Shit on the plane.
1: Yeah. And you're like. You know, people fart on the plane all day. I have. And you can fart as loud as you can and no one will hear a thing. Right. I I, I have been that person. I am trying to change for the better. I'm doing my best. (laughs) But for God's sake, like you, anybody can fart on a plane and nobody will know. You can rip ass.
0: Right. Yeah, but I love that this woman was so honest about it. Because I think that in such a human moment, she just panicked. and was like, I got to be honest with you. It just happened. Yeah. She was also flying to Westchester, which my fiance Jeff's from Westchester. So, you know, I get it. Yeah, you know? Or maybe she was from New York. She's like, fuck, a fought it. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, let's go to one more. And then we'll get you out of here. I know you got to do things.
2: I haven't. Absolutely not. Um, when people are talking about something that they were looking for, like in their house, and they say it was in the last place that I looked, oh Duh, yeah, because then you found it. I just can't. And I feel like when I hear someone say that, it just hints that they're under their overwhelming lack of character, or that they're <laughs> dumb. So um, when I hear it, it's almost like thank you, because now I will not spend any more time on you or with you. Okay, so she's calling my
0: mother stupid because that's what my mom does all the time. (laughs) I say this all the time. She's literally talking to Directly to me. Well, where were you last? You know, and for some reason- It's in the last place I looked. Yeah, I, yeah. No, mine are always in like a random Indian restaurant. (laughs) Every time I've lost my keys, I've been in an Indian restaurant. I don't know if it's just like, I like get, you know, transfixed by the smell of curry. Like I love Indian food, but I always leave my keys there. Really? Uh Uh-huh.
1: I, um, I, uh, usually I have like a a backpack or a bag with Mm me. Um, I will, uh, there's just some days, some days I'm usually, I'm usually always really good about throwing everything in there. And then there's the random days where it's like, I left my phone out of the bag or I leave my wallet or my keys or I leave something really important. And I'm completely (laughs) lost Mm -hmm. when I can't find it. And it's always in the last place I ever thought to look. Always. Because I always think I'm doing something good. I'll put it in a place where I won't forget. And then when, um. You know, it's, I forget,
0: right? Michelle, let's do one more. Heather, my girl, Mm -hmm. can we, can somebody clear the air on
2: why anyone needs to have a gender reveal party? And furthermore, why are we having 8,000 parties for the fact that someone got pregnant or happened to find someone that just like, I don't know. Wanted to stick it
0: in. Mm-hmm. I
2: don't even know what I'm trying to say, but like gender reveal parties, you absolutely have to talk about them. I need to know. Maybe I'm just some bitter bitch who- <laughs> The honesty. That, I just can't do this anymore. I can't right. deal with this. <laughs> I don't know. But gender reveal parties are an absolutely not
0: 100% a no-go. Okay. Must stop. I feel you. Yeah. Dating. Yeah, yeah we, can, we can go ahead and stop it. Okay, honey, f- 100% believe, like here for you, hear you, feel you. It's a huge absolutely not for me. Oh, Me too. I mean, it's just gotten so out of control because to me, what what really pisses me off when I see the reactions online where the guy's like, I fucking told you, Claire, we're having a baby boy. (laughs) You know, when it's ever a boy. And then it's just like, to me, it's like we pitted each other against each other. I just, I don't like them. And I just think it's another excuse to just have to spend a Saturday from the hours of like 10 to two in somebody's fucking backyard. It's obnoxious. It just gets so expensive for your friends. First right. of all, it's selfish. Yeah, it's way
1: too many parties. I think, like, uh, you know, also getting ready for a wedding, there's always like a bridal shower. There's right. like a something shower. It's like so many showers. Right. You're clean. We get it. We get it. Like enough. Just do the wedding. Because it's going to cost thing. us, yeah. How, it's going to cost us enough to go to
0: Carmel. Right. It, at least. I'm like, why can't we just do the old fashioned, you and your spouse, your partner, whomever, just find out in the doctor's office and then announce to everyone? You know what I mean? Absolutely. Why? And also, 2019. Gender's dead. Gender's dead. Everyone is. Thank you. Like, gender's dead. That's a really great point.
1: (laughs) Like, uh, there's so many different identities of people and everything. Like, you could be having, like, you know, a a baby girl. She's going to tell you in 10 years, she's like, I'm a boy, you (laughs) fucking bitch. We had that party and now we have to have
0: another one. Right. My coming out of who I've become. It's so boring. Don't. No, don't. And don't, like, you know, you see the people who, like, accidentally light their house on fire because they try to set off fireworks to show you that. It's a girl. Yeah. It's just we all become so self-absorbed, so obnoxious. Yeah.
1: I think people do it mo- sometimes mostly for, like, social media, like, moments.
0: Right. I no. no, absolutely not. Just have a private moment. Yeah. I mean, I live my life on the internet, but I'm like, there's something that I would like to just, it's like, sacred. Sacred. Thank you. You get it. Yeah. Listen, Adam, I think we're going to wrap there because I know you have like a life to live and you have to like go out into the world and be fabulous. I just want to tell you, this was such a refreshing conversation and I absolutely adore you. And if you guys don't follow him, your Instagram is just Adam Rapon, right? yeah Yes. And um, you have this incredible show on YouTube which is called Break the Ice is there anything else you want to promote or tell the people where to find you what to do I just absolutely adore you and I'm just so glad we're new friends
1: I love that we're friends this is like the best morning I've ever had Um, I'm also writing a book it comes out in October oh yes Mm -hmm. yeah so look for that it's called Beautiful on the Outside ooh Mm -hmm. Uh, because we are right (laughs) I mean mean, well come on come on they call a spade a spade yeah (laughs) (laughs) and uh, yeah
0: and Heather thank you so much for having me I love you. Oh my God. Well, this has been a blast. And as you all know, you can call into the hotline, the absolutely not hotline and, you know, just tell us what's going on in your life. Adam, thank you for being here and y'all love you all dearly. Thank you for tuning in. I couldn't do this without all of you. So we will see you next time.